You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Keith. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Eastbound and Down After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424 256 1729. That's 424. 424- Two five six seventeen twenty nine, and now another post game wrap up show for your favorite TV show. It's After Buzz TV's Eastbound and Down After Show. What is up, Kenny Powers junkies? Now, what do we have? The return of Miriam, Yay. Twin Hole Connections, and Stevie is effing out. Hey, before we go any further, Bing is for doing, and we are doing another After. Oh. <laughs> I get an applause even before I say the company slogan, yo. And a boo, okay. And there will be no laughing this weekend. We're going to talk about that later. All right. Wow, I've already lost control and we're a minute in. As I was trying to say, we all know Bing is for doing, and we are doing another after show for AfterBuzz TV. This is Eastbound and Down Season 3. Episode 4. I'm JC Rubio, joined by my lovely co host, Miss Kelly O. Give it up for Kelly. Applause now, please. Hello. Oh, I don't get any. (laughs) (laughs) Better, better. (laughs) And the Jedi Master that was missed last week. That's right, where LA Dodgers for Life was going through some serious withdrawals. (laughs) Miss Miriam G. Miriam Gonzalez. (laughs) Ladies, how was your week? It was good. I'm, I was looking forward to this episode, so I'm excited to talk about it. Definitely, definitely. They left us with such a cliffhanger, which I think is more so kind of like a setup for the rest of the season. Now, like the next five episodes, I think a whole lot of bleep is going to go on. I know. Yes. So we're going to try to keep it respectable this week, but before we, before I go I, any further. Yeah, before, um, I just wanted to tell you guys and really the iTunes fans, because, you know, they make and break us, right? You guys work so hard. You know, Kelly, she's got her 100 jobs. So does Miriam. <laughs> so does JC. What we want from our AfterBuzz fans, listen, I mean, le- legitimately, let's talk here, okay? You love Eastbound and Down. And these people right here, these three, Kelly, Miriam, you know, you guys had Ephraim last week. You guys had uh, Elizabeth. You guys work so hard. You do the research so everyone could enjoy this, you know, iTunes fans. So what we want at AfterBuzz is for you guys who are listening on YouTube as well or whatever to comment on us. That's all we ask. And rate for uh, rate on the tweets. You know, I'm sorry, not on the tweets. Rate, <laughs> you rate can do the that show. You can tweet with us, too. You, you can do that, too. Yeah. Uh, uh, rate on our iTunes page, okay? That's all we ask. JC, would you agree with that? Yes, sir. And those lovely words were brought by our very own master of the machine, part-time model. That's right, Mr. Ronnie <laughs> Jr. In that case, I'll do the... the, the the big claps for me. 
<laughs> All right. Back to you guys. And, you know, the thing is, like, I watch Eastbound and Down. Uh, I was actually introduced by both of you. Kelly told me about it, and so did JC. So I really, because I didn't get to watch the episode today, you guys are going to have to bring it for me, okay? Because I want to know what ha- what I missed. There is a lot to be brought in, my friend. Do it. Yeah. Yeah. Load it up. Do it. Go. I like how the English is changing. <laughs> <laughs> and we want to know what you guys out there think, too, about the episodes. And also, if there's, you know, what you think about how we're doing. You know, get interactive. You know, sure. We want you guys to watch as we're doing this live and call us and tweet with us and all that good stuff. So. Yeah. Like we said, tweet us, us comment. Know. And tweet iTunes. and comment about JC's attire. Usually he's in the suit and tie, and today he's more Kenny effing Powers. There you go. He's, he's sexy and he knows it. Go ahead, JC. That's that's my Kenny Powers right there, Holmes, right there. That's what he's, he's doing in his dojo, you know, because it, it's hard to be number one, and that's what, how Kenny Powers rolls. But- the dojo slash baby's room. Yes. But they're turning the dojo into a place where cabbage patch kids go to fuck. Really? And that was a quote. All right. We get in trouble if we say bad words here because we're a good Christian station. All right, folks. Let's get into it. Today, I mean, the aftermath. But actually, Miriam, just bring us up to speed of, you know, like a quick recap if anyone did miss last week's episode. So last week's episode... Kenny has Stevie and Maria moved to Myrtle Beach, and uh, when they move to Myrtle Beach, Kenny gives them the the honorary privilege of raising his child. And Stevie actually has the cojones to sit and lay down some ground rules, like he's not allowed to lend Kenny large sums of money and so forth. That's wrong. Um, <laughs> uh, fast forward to you know, Big Texas comes into town. He has. The new young hot pitcher, Ivan, who is like, they say, the stud from Russia who throws a pitch of 102 miles per hour. Um, and now, you know, Tex- Big Texas asks Kenny to be Ivan's mentor. Fast forward, you know, he goes and he takes Ivan out to teach him the ways and asks him to be his Luke to his Yoda. His Luke Skywalker to his Yoda. And uh, pretty much Ivan is like, no freaking way. It's my it's my turn pretty much calls him an old hag and um fast as we continue into that episode he goes and he's starting to feel a little bit emasculated his confidence is down and so he goes to his college girlfriend and andrea and asks for some encouragement and words but she's busy in class so there's no way she's going to commit to helping him out she's working on her future so he goes home really really sad stevie gives him the most heartwarming pep talk like you can do this and um you know, Kenny just gets this, his fire going and he's getting all excited. He goes to the next game. They like bring baby Toby, hold him up like the Lion King, little Simba. <laughs> and, you know, he winds up losing the game. Um, well, not losing the game. He winds up throwing two strikes. And so they have to like switch him out for Ivan. So now he's really feeling kind of low about himself. He's got the baby. His career is kind of going down the toilet. April is nowhere to be found. Mm-mm. And, uh, you know, he, he goes and he parties up with his best friend, Shane, and they party a little too much. They party so much that Shane winds up having a heart attack and overdoses on cocaine. No bueno. While um, Kenny's walking like an Egyptian. Mm. Yes. I like how they had a lot of like the old school references in that last episode. This whole season is showered by, I think every episode is an homage to some sort of 80s movie. And we get it, we even get it tonight as well. But I think throughout the whole season, it's been majorly like just top gun. That's been, you know, Maverick and Goose, the references, mm-hmm. the music when the speeches are being given. It's a lot of like background music from Top Gun. Yep. So every episode there last week was uh, Rocky Four. Mm-hmm. And um, and I think the and the week before that, big, you, you called it Big Trouble in Little China. 
So, but he talks about too. He talks about um, he talked about Star Wars. He talks about uh, oh, now I can't think of it. But you're right. It's a lot of like going back to that that genre, and even in, in Kenny's like his look, what he wears, like his dress up outfit, the shirt with the fringe and the boots, like the snakeskin <laughs> boots, and his his mullet like slick back. I love it. Rocks. Straight eighties. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Shoot, Nothing at I'm all. trying to grow my it. spamulet out. I'm ser- I'm dead serious. Trying to get a little afro look at, in the back. Oh, look at the curls. I see them coming. The curls coming are kicking. In. Oh yeah. Oh boy, this show better. This season better end really quickly, or else I'm going to have a damn mullet by the end. I'm serious, and I will have no social life whatsoever. <laughs> now, as no. a as a question, how many? This is a shorter season as far as this series, right? There's how many? No, no they're yeah. all usually eight ep- yeah. eight episodes. Yeah, yeah. They, it's okay. uh, six, seven, and eight. Yeah, and that's how they're doing it. And this where, where are yeah. we at right now? We're on we're number... four. Oh yeah. god, it goes yeah, by too so quick it though. Is, with this it one, does. it does. I've, I've watched episode one and two, so I'm a little behind. That's why I'm like really into you guys bringing you know, me up to speed. It's like, getting deeper and deeper as we get further, th- you know, through the season. And you know, Kenny's really going through some serious like life stuff. I mean, at, at the beginning of you know the series, he you know kind of was down and out. And he was picking himself up and, you know, it was mostly all about him. And now we're seeing these other characters and how these other people play into his life. And even when he's he's down and out, though, he still is arrogant to some degree, though, which is what which is so cool about it. Like Kelly told me you were telling me, Uh follow his Twitter handle. I don't (laughs) even know if that's like is that like an HBO thing or what it is. No, it's it's a fan fan thing. But yeah, no, it's you you see that. But in this season, you're seeing that confidence start to crack. Mm -hmm. And that's what we're starting to see. And that is what is. Did that happen in season one and two also? Or is not it, this really. Is like the first not to no. this degree. Not to this no. degree, no. And it's almost, it's going to be, if there is a possibility of a metamorphosis, this is when it'll happen. With, Definitely. With, with, this, with Toby. And, and we see it at the end of this episode, but we're not going to spoil it just then and not there. Not yet. Not just yet. But let's start, let's start with tonight, tonight's episode. Seeing the, how he dealt with, with sh- you know, turning, you know, he's dancing, walking like an Egyptian, turns around <laughs> and his best friend is on the floor you know, he had a heart attack. He's face down on the floor. And the first thing Kenny does is he stands there, he stares at him, goes to the table, and does another couple lines of coke. Just running away from responsibility. <laughs> just, just not wanting to deal with what just right. happened. You know, that's what he does. He doesn't deal with things as they happen. He does wind up dealing with it eventually. Of course he does. A f- it's like By he- wiping down the door handles? What? <laughs> you know. Well, he does a couple lines. He puts out the Windex. He cleans up, throws away the cans. You know, cleans up the party. He does. He he goes and he he makes sure that there's no evidence of all the drug use that's going on. Lays Shane down on the couch, cleans his up. book on his chest, and then asks him for permission and a sign to get his truck from him. Like he's just really he's trying, but at the same time he can't. He's not losing sight of his douchiness. You know, no. and um, last week we had uh, Elizabeth DeRazzo on, and she said, I think she had the line of, of the season so far for After Buzz shows. He's the guy that you want to kick in the balls, hug, and then kick in the balls again. Definitely. <laughs> De- and, you know, and we see a lot of that. He doesn't know how to deal and how to process his feelings when he is trying to be genuine and heartfelt. I mean, you see that when he meets Shane's family. You know, at, at the way, you know, he's still... He's very socially in those settings. He's he doesn't know what to do. He's awkward and he just acts so inappropriate at, at in every situation. So it's the, the Kenny pers- Kenny Powers persona is the default mechanism when he just freaks out and he's in an awkward social situation. That's that's absolutely what I think. I think that that his whole like cocky is is his hide behind. Like that's that's his mask. His mask that okay. he definitely 
you know, how he gets away with it. He just acts overly ridiculous, and then all you can do is shake your head at him. I mean, what are you going to do? Now, I, I was reading something. They had an interview with uh, Danny McBride and Jody Hill, mm-hmm. and they were talking about certain aspects of this season and the influences they were going to have. And they mentioned something about Star Wars, in which they've covered quite a mm-hmm. bit. But they were mentioning at the end of the Star Wars series, there's a there's a, a cut to where they have, like, Yoda and all the Jedi Masters in, like, a blue hue. Mm-hmm. And he was talking about bringing Shane back as a blue hue. Like, <laughs> and so the second we're watching that fun- funeral scene, I see Cole, his twin brother, come in. I'm like, I didn't know who it was at first. I was like, oh, my gosh, he's imagining it. It's the blue hue from Star Wars from right. the Return of the Jedi immediately. <laughs> but thank God it was as obnoxious and just... I'm sorry, I'm, I'm not, we're not supposed to judge characters, but... <laughs> Cole was just a big stick in it. He had a big stick in his butt. I'm, he was... Yeah, he was the complete opposite of... You know, thought he was... He had an arrogance about him that was a lot different than Kenny does. He just... He thought he was better than him and they were beneath him in a, in a different way that it, Kenny does. I've seen it... It's almost like um like a Southern a southern thing where they, they, they think they're... In, you know, they're that entitled. entitlement and sure. they're, I'm smarter than you, I'm better than you, and anything you do is ridiculous. Yeah. And it's, it's tr- you know, trashy and stupid and, you know, down to the, the way that Shane's truck doors opened. You know, <laughs> he, didn't, he, he didn't like that. Were you guys surprised at how quickly the, you know, I understand Cole, you know, just how abrasive he was. But the parents, I mean, sure, he was taking a picture of the cadaver and they were, they were, they were posing. But, <laughs> okay, maybe. It was it- a little morbid, I have to admit. You know, I, they're at that, the funeral yeah. home and. You know, he's having his moment that the, the hour where it should be just family. He decides to include himself during the viewing. Well, not only that, what about Stevie slapping him in the face <laughs> saying, I win? Oh, my I God. I mean, that just, that, that was the sight of Stevie. I didn't, you know, I was just surprised by that. Well, he's we very see a- competitive for the whole Kenny, Kenny love. Yeah, but that, I mean, that was, <laughs> I was, that surprised me that was a little much i think well don't you think we're gonna we're starting to see a new side to stevie now definitely we're starting to see and we'll 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 get to that a little bit later but um (laughs) but seeing him i win and kind of slap his face i mean i thought last week that maybe he gave them gave um shane some bad coke but 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 then i'm like no because uh, kenny was snorting it too so that that, immediately i thought he had something to do because i knew that there was that competitiveness between stevie and shane so Mm. i don't know i think we're starting to see a little bit of a darker side of stevie but i don't think he goes that dark no (laughs) i don't well maybe not yet anyway there's that analogy you know see the person who they are by the friends they're surrounded by with Mm -hmm. so maybe we're starting you know like how april started blurring the lines being you know kind of like kenny-esque in episode one and now we're seeing the side to stevie and then maybe kenny's starting to get it in certain points of the of of the story especially Mm -hmm. at the end of tonight's episode so it's almost like a melding of everyone you know yeah and i you know and i think that the way, yes, he was inappropriate at the funeral home with the family and all that, but they didn't even, they didn't embrace him at all. Thank you. They didn't want to listen to anything that he said. They didn't want, it was like two completely separate worlds, like the Shane that they knew and then Shane as the baseball player and all of that. It didn't seem like they were very, they had a close relationship in that because mm-hmm. they didn't have, want to have anything to do with him. Well, no, you sense. could see that, that there was no relationship with Shane and his family either. Mm-hmm. I think he was like the misfit. The you know, even his brother Cole says in the episode, he's like, you know what? 
Shane was just a loser, he was useless, all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. And you're kind of like, whoa, that's kind of hard for your brother just died and you're calling him all these really, really harsh things. But he, I think Shane was the outcast. And because Kenny is so much like Shane, they didn't want to embrace him. Mm-hmm. It was like, no, 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 no. You're not part of our world and we don't want you to be a part right. of our world. And so, you know, here he is trying to, you know, let me deliver the eulogy <laughs> instead of the grandfather. It's like, no. Okay, why did the grandfather have a bottle of ketchup? In, the, in the- I, that is what I want to know. Can somebody please tell me why the grandfather had a big, not even a regular bottle of ketchup. Like, it was, it was like, like a, a family size <laughs> bottle of ketchup. The squeeze yeah. bottle. Why on earth did he have the squeeze bottle Maybe of ketchup? Maybe it was Shane's favorite condiment as a kid, and that he just, every time he sees ketchup, he thinks of Shane. Maybe. I, I don't know what that was weird. I'm going to go on like the IMDb boards tonight and figure out because someone's probably talked about it. Like, yeah, what I know. I didn't. Big... I was looking at all the tweets and I didn't see anything about that. And nobody mentioned the ketchup yet. I want to know why does he have ketchup? No, I think all the tweets are still about Jose Canseco and uh, <laughs> Kenny Powers, right? Oh, <laughs> uh, being about his life. Yeah. And he wants to be. He wants to give notes. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so Jose Canseco wants to give Kenny Powers and people at HBO notes about how to be truly Kenny Powers or what? Yeah, he just made this quote that was like, Eastbound and Down is based on my life. I wish the producers would call so I can give them notes. Or something like that was his tweet. Did you see the one tweet <laughs> where he said, and not to get off topic, but where he was like, um, they should go to a baseball team in Mexico? I was like, is he not watching? It's, it, that, that's perfect because it's Jose can he's not aware, kind of like Kenny. Yeah. So oh, you know what? I guess that does make sense. Makes perfect sense. Jose Canseco's Kenny Powers. We're tying it all together. Now, on the funeral scene, you know, you got, did you guys feel anything the second Stevie sat down next to um, Shane's sister? I knew yes. my, like, you know, you get that instinct, like, something's well, about to go shit. down. Something <laughs> is about to go down. And, you know, it was really, um, she's vulnerable. She's upset. Uh, you know, they're at the funeral place. She doesn't really want to no, be No, but I mean close. at the church. Yeah. At, uh, well, she went and sat next to him. So okay. I think, you know, because Stevie was in the, one of the back row and she went and sat next to him. Okay. She sat one seat away from him at the funeral home. So I was thinking, you know, she's looking for some extra comfort in, you know, mm. whatever way she needed. But I think she, at that, in that scene to me, she was the initiator. Okay. Well, speaking of Stevie, so let's move on to Stevie and Maria. Is Trouble in Paradise? What's going on? You know, I think that now that Stevie is around Kenny and he's in Myrtle Beach and, you know, first of all, his his boner meditation just absolutely (laughs) had me in stitches. I was just she's like, you know, what are you doing in Spanish to him? And he's like, I'm meditating. And it's like all chicks in bikinis laying around. And then he sends her on her way. I think that he's getting a little bit um, he's he's curious. I think he might be, you know, creeping on her. I got a boner. <laughs> I think. <laughs> I think. You I got know, a boner. He's, um, you know, yeah. I mean, I think he's, you know, he's married. He thinks he, you know, he's at the beach, and I think he thinks he's a little bit more of a stud than he may actually be. But he also got a little bit of validation in this episode. He uh-huh. did, you know. So yeah, what I. You, you know, uh, Maria was saying it seemed like she's getting bored. Stevie's getting bored. She wants to leave Myrtle Beach. It's, it sounded like she said yeah. it on the beach. Yeah, this, this, is, not this is not the life for them. This is not good for them because so, I think she's starting to see she's losing you know. control. Yeah, you know, in, when they're back in 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 uh, their part of North Carolina mm-hmm. and they're having their life together without Kenny Powers, she's got control of Stevie. She's like, you know what? 
you need to be doing this. And that's why he talked in his little chick voice and, you know, work hard and make us money. And you can't give money to Kenny Powers anymore. And now it's like Kenny's weighing on them. And, you know, she's now like the nanny for Mm -hmm. little Toby. Toby, For poor little Toby, who's just like a poor innocent bystander. Now, I have to say, I love the fact that in the beginning, how they had the kid sitting on the floor and the baby's crying. And Kenny's like, dude, I need to like cut this curse. There's, you know, if I give you a toy, we'll you make the curse go away and I love how Kenny's efforts now to get the baby to stop crying and for all these bad things to stop happening he gives him his first pet while Marie is sitting there reading little Toby a book He's indirect, indirectly understanding parenting. He is. Yeah. Like, I will give you this if you just be quiet. And so he gives him, a, I was dying. I was like, you know, I, at first I thought he's going to give him a gerbil. Because of the, you know, the case that it was Whoa, in. I thought. I don't even, I don't <laughs> no, no, no. Because, you know, the little case that they gave, um, that he, pre- he started presenting, I thought it was going to be some, like, little rodent. And instead he gives him a hermit crab. It's like, what's a little one-year-old going to do with a hermit crab? Shove it in his mouth? That's not a good thing. He can use that while they're playing PlayStation 3. It's fine. (laughs) Well, I like, you know, even before that, if we back up a little bit, when when Toby's sitting there crying and he's like, you know, what do you want from me? I have, I gave you a bowl of Chex Mix and a bowl of water. (laughs) The poor baby's like sitting there crying and he's, you know, he's just like, what can I give you so you can stop effing up my life? Can I give you a toy? And then he just like stops and they do, he does this like dead stare. And I thought it was awesome. I mean, that's totally Kenny Powers' kid. It was like a Mexican <laughs> showdown. It was. He just like he just looks at him and gives him this cute, this like baby stare. It's like the yeah. music in the background should have been like. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. Now, throughout all this, this great funny scene. If you looked all the way to the back, what was Maria doing? She was cooking food. Yes, yeah, she was. So she's feeling underappreciated. She's kind of like this, like the slave in a way. You know, taking care of the baby, cooking for the boys. I'm sure. Knowing how the show goes, she's probably cleaning the house and doing... Ev- oh, of course. Yeah, she's- she has to be. Yeah, she has to be. Yeah, she's doing everything around there. And, you know, she's waiting hand and foot on both of them, all three of them. And it's a lot. It's a lot. And that's why she's kind of... I think she's missing and wants to go back to the part of North Carolina where they're from. Mm-hmm. Um, was it... Why can't I think of the name of oh, the top you- of my hills? Uh, Shelby County? <laughs> I don't know. I'm a the top, the top of your hills? <laughs> My head. No, that's, no, that's my head. quite all right. No, no. It oh, is a visual God. medium. Um, <laughs> uh. So anyhow, you know, I, it's it's their dynamic is really interesting, and so you know, there's a lot of weird stuff that Ken that uh, Stevie does while Marie is around. I mean, first thing he like the gold bond and putting rubbing him on his uh, testes. <laughs> he, hey, yeah, he no, that's that. good for men. Did he? I understand <laughs> that, but, but really, like, in the living room, is that necessary? In the living room, and then like, did he lick his hand or he sniff did. it? Oh my god, he licked his hand. What is up? Do you guys really do that? I mean, come on. I don't think, I mean, I could get the sniffing JC, part, what is up with that? But licking was gross. <laughs> I don't know about the licking, but... I mean, are you guys really that nasty? I well, mean, come on. Well, sometimes Santa's help, helpers get, they, it gets a little sticky down there, and especially in the hot summer months and the humidity, so you gotta really? do something. Oh, I, mean, I, didn't, I didn't say That's licking. Wait, <laughs> what, what, what's the question at hand? Because me and uh, Marty in the booth, we, we'd love to weigh in. Uh, and as you should do, as you should do on iTunes, you should weigh in on this, uh, Kelly question or was this a, this must have been a Miriam question obviously <laughs> we're talking about balls it's Miriam's question it's of course it was talking about plums well if we want good iTunes uh, ratings this is a way Miriam what is the, what's the question at hand that so, JC didn't answer the question Kidding. is do men sniff or lick their hand oh. after touching their 
Oh, there's no. Why would you lick your hand? Because Stevie did. He had like gold bond, you know, powder. Okay, so so if I go ahead and touch myself downstairs, is this the question? Yes. Are you gonna lick your hand after? I'm not gonna lick my hand. I'm not gonna lick my hand, but I probably have a nice little smell going on, so that's all good. It's just I just got that mental. That's right. I wanted. Okay, guys, if you're watching a stream live, call in. You know, let us know. Is this what boys do? But you know, that's interesting. You guys actually. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna get it all serious again okay no because you've seen other please don't get it serious again i I have to i have to this is a this is a private forum for big fans of eastbound and down and we talk the nitty-gritty in a serious and compassionate manner so i will say this i was curious to as stevie is doing his thing why are they like he's slowly starting to bring maria into this whole sexual thing Right. And like as a couple, and you know, as couples, you sit and you watch porn and you do whatever. But his choice, I'll be the best sex you will ever have. His choice of porn tonight really kind of had me like. He yes, didn't but know. let's he wait. Didn't let's know. Say. I'll just be your I think secret he was lover. Surprised. I think he was surprised by he that definitely one. Definitely was. He was surprised by okay. that one. And to, I to yeah. set it up for the guys in the booth. Okay, Stevie and Maria, they're watching <laughs> porn together, and they like to do everything that they see in the porn and recreate it as a loving couple. Do you masturbate? <laughs> He's like, okay, how about this? Anything, the next thing you see them do, we have to do. Deal? And she's like all scared. <laughs> she's like, deal. <laughs> he doesn't realize that what he's going to see is... Oh, nice, nice toss to me. <laughs> so basically, um, he has to get on his knees, and I think he's playing with a rubber penis. Is that what we call it? Well, it's a you know, on. It's a strap-on. The female has a strap-on. <laughs> Okay, I was slowly getting into that. So he's got to like, you know, like play around with it with his ma- with his mouth. I can't even say it. <laughs> and and you can just see Stevie's reaction. He's like, "Oh shit." And, <laughs> and then luckily then, Toby cries. But r- before he can go attend Toby that he's cr- that's crying, you see that the the girl puts the strap on on and smacks the partner from behind on the video. So Stevie knows. And is this Elizabeth? Uh, whatever it's her character doing this. No, no, no they're no. watching the porn. Uh, oh, but, and they have to. Re- the, but the deal was to reenact but Stevie it. Stevie and her have Maria have to recreate that. Yeah. Oh, this is great television. <laughs> Wrong, but <Whoa>. great. <laughs> Well, we have an extra special tweet. Um, Elizabeth Durazo, Maria, has been texting me right now. She's finishing up something, and she was mentioning that she was talking about how this was like one of her favorite parts of tonight's episode. So she's going to try to call in oh, nice. in a few minutes to weigh in on that. I love it. Um, All right, I'm on the phone waiting. So you tell her to call. You tell her to text me. We must get the exclusive on that scene. Exclusive JC, back porn. to you, brother. Yeah. Yes. What, what the motivation was? Okay. So now, what's going to happen to Stevie and April? I mean, Stevie and April. Stevie and Maria. <laughs> Sorry, I've so, got April on my mind. All right, so now we now we have um, Kenny. Just to backtrack a little bit, Kenny goes to the fu- to the burial, and he brings Stevie with him. And of course, he does because he, he does that for everything. He's like, Stevie, come with me and wait in the car. Stevie, come with me to the funeral and sit in the back. Stevie, come with me and just you know, be my roll dog or whatever. Linus's blue blanket, sure. Yeah, and so <laughs> and so you know, he goes to the burial, and I love the fact. Was it Soundgarden that they were playing? Yes. He Enters with a boombox playing Soundgarden as his theme song into this burial on now, his shoulder. Everyone's mind you, like eighties with the boombox on very the shoulder, breaking to electric the electric yes. hanging. And so you know, I mean, totally. Like he goes and he he delivers this compelling burial speech after Grandpa does, and then he he proceeds to play Pearl Jam's "I Am Alive," claiming his stake in he is 
Tom Cruise now and that Shane is Goose <laughs> because Goose is dead and Tom Cruise is alive. And so he's like, I'm Maverick. I am still alive. I'm here. I'm Kenny Powers. And so <laughs> what winds up happening is, is with Stevie being in the car, he hears like, you know, this woman crying. He walks on over. Fast forward. It's Shane's sister. Now, Shane's sister's really vulnerable. She's upset. He's like, do you want me to sit with you? So, you know, Stevie gets in the car and sits with her. He starts, you know, oh, it's going to be okay. Like, you know, consoling her and making her feel like, you know, it's all right. And I'm here for you. And before you know it. They're making out. They're making out. They're hardcore making out. They were doing it. And I was like, (laughs) they They were doing doing the nasty. (laughs) They they were doing it. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. you know, it's like, I I, honestly, I have, when we get to predictions, I have a prediction for that one. Well, I was going to ask, well, what was, I know they're going through some trouble, but I mean, Stevie has this undying love for Maria, and it switched that quickly. What's going on in his mind? Well, I think I don't think it's it has much to do with love because I think sure. that you know it's but I think he just wants like this extra attention. I think he just wants to feel wanted and desired by somebody else. I think he just kind of you know it needs that. You know, like I said, he sees all the girls on the beach. He's kind of you know he's admiring all of that. He's you know thinking, hey, you know maybe I don't want to be married. Maybe this isn't for me. You don't you know, think it I might think, be uh, an homage to Kenny Powers himself because he still ultimately wants to be kind of him? Oh, well, yeah, absolutely. definitely. Yeah, d- for sure. I think, you know, coming to Myrtle Beach, being there in the same place, he wants to kind of embody that a little bit. But you see, like, right after he has this, you know, he, you know, has sex with her in the car, he f- he feels horrible after so much so he goes and throws up poor thing like he you know he can't even instant guilt is what he felt he felt instant guilt and so you know he's like what am i gonna do and and uh in the previews that we see for next week's show like i think a lot's gonna be revealed with how stevie feels not only about his marriage but is he really gonna go down the kenny powers lifestyle and hook up with other chicks you know, because if you look at if you look at Kenny and his relationship with April, like he wants to commit to her, but he just can't let the other girls go. So true. So true. <laughs> well, He's I a think I think man. Yeah, I mean, you know, he Stevie wants to live that lifestyle, and and we'll see if he can. I I just don't think he has it in him. I mean, and you know, getting no. sick afterward, and you know, even when she was like trying to kiss him, he's like, okay, can you get off me now? And, you know, and she's, like, trying to kiss him still, and he's just kind of, like, gro- you know, like, he's no, no, it. he's, like, done with it. He feels terrible about it. And I think that's what leads in to the reenactment of the porno that they watched was his guilt. And he, you know, the look on his face, it didn't really look like he was enjoying that too much. No, he wasn't But enjoying. he was just felt like he, you know, needed some kind of punishment for he what he did. He had to. He had he to. Had the, do it. The fact that they reenact that scene was just, like, I, I mean, she... <laughs> so he, he, took it, he took it from behind, from a as penance for what he did. That's with. what I think. I think so too. I mean, and yeah. you know, hopefully, you know, Elizabeth will get to call in and, and weigh in on that. But that's you know, that's that's what I think. I think he kind of yeah, for sure. These are questions that we want to get answered. And I know the whole episode we've been deconstructing Kenny. Well, the whole series. But let's and let's go to commercial. When we come back, let's talk about Kenny, Toby, and April. Yes, and end on a positive note. After Buzz TV. Hi. I was once like you, a lazy, angry loner whose only joy was watching TV and surfing the net. And like you, after I'd see one of my favorite TV shows, I'd be so excited and have so many questions that I'd actually have to talk to my douchebag co-workers about it at the water cooler. 
Then I discovered AfterBuzzTV.com. AfterBuzz TV produces after-show webcasts and podcasts for TV series of all kinds, like post-game wrap-up shows for all your favorite TV shows. AfterBuzz TV hosts are industry insiders who break down episodes of shows, take calls from fans, and interview cast and crew from each series with over 60 different after-shows, from Boardwalk Empire to American Idol to Vampire Diaries to Real Housewives and more. Now, after a night of TV, I can ignore my stupid co-workers, who I hate, and go straight to my desk and watch or listen to all my favorite AfterBuzz TV after shows and have all the TV fan interaction I need. Thank you, AfterBuzz TV. AfterBuzz TV. What do you want to buzz about? And we're back. And remember, if you don't, not, you're not watching us live, well, then how would you know this? But just go to <laughs> iTunes tomorrow, definitely, and catch up and tell a friend. All right. Let's get to the positive part. Yes. Let's get to Kenny growing up. Kenny is now he's he's starting to like feel like all right no I'm not connecting with anyone nobody's really wanting to be with me and here is my child who doesn't talk back who won't turn his back on him he's like you know what he kind of he gets a little dad on us this this episode <laughs> but a little bit but a little bit before that too like real quick I just want to you know when Kenny goes out and he wants to spend some time with Cole, he's really missing Shane. He's not dealing with, you know, he's not mm. really knowing how to deal with the loss of Shane. He looks at Cole. They're twins. He's like, you know, can you kind of channel him for me? Because I need a pep talk <laughs> from Shane right now. And Cole is like such a jerk. And he's yeah. so, such a, di- not at all anything like Shane. So it's like, you know, he's not getting what he needs. And so he spends that day with him, you know, and that's when Cole starts, you know, talking about how Shane's a loser, all that, you know, and saying, you know, Kenny, you're just like that. And then when he goes home and he walks into the baby's room and that's when he has that moment with him because he doesn't really, he feels like at a loss. And that's when you get that connection with him and Toby and he walks in. How about a bedtime story? I thought that was really sweet. I thought it was. I thought he was going to read him something normal, but what does he read (laughs) here? A penthouse magazine. But he changes the words to baby talk, talking about the pixie stick in Barbie's playhouse. (laughs) I'm telling (laughs) you. That's right. It's it's telling me it's a turning point. You actually said when um when Shane died. Yes. When he's I don't know if you said I miss you, brother, or I love you, brother. Like when he when he had him on the couch. Yeah. There was a moment, a genuine moment of just he, just he, he he was being honest and open and and not the Kenny Powers mask. Right. He was just being human. He feels. I think that he feels safe in circumstances where people can't respond back. <laughs> So a dead yes. guy and a baby. Yes. Yeah. That's, his, that's, his, that's where he finds like, okay, I can. he humanizes himself in those moments. Because I, I okay. think that it's the criticism and stuff that he you know, has a hard time dealing with. And that's why his Kenny Powers persona is so hardcore. Because he wants it all to kind of roll off. He wants it to bounce off. He doesn't want to have to really deal with what people are actually saying. Yeah. So you're basically so, saying he's a hypersensitive adult with a, that acts like a baby. I th- Absolutely. Pretty much. Yeah, I mean, and, you know, when uh, Shane's family comes, they, you know, they're having this whole issue. He's trying to keep Shane's truck. You know, he, like, rips up the registration. Come on, Kenny. <laughs> like, they can't run the plates. Can't blame a brother for trying. <laughs> he did, he did. But they come, they take it away, and, you know, he realizes he left his cell phone there, and you see Cole throw it out the window. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, he bonds with the baby, and as he's reading this, you know, 
bedtime story, <laughs> it flashes back to the cell phone in the street and you see April calling. So it's the return of April? Or at least trying? Who knows? We don't Who know. Knows? I like how he called it my smart cellular device. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Real yeah. quick, speaking of returns, uh, this is Phil Svitek from Within the Booth. Ronnie, uh, Ronnie has exited the building so he could watch uh, Celebrity Apprentice because he's going to host that. Oh. And uh, I, I, he didn't pass on the note whether or not we would have a caller, a uh, special guest. So... Um, um, but I wanted to bring in in case it was. Oh, yes. yes. Ah. Ah. Hi. Hi, Elizabeth. Hi. We have Elizabeth DeRozzo on the line. Oh. Maria, hey. what's up? Welcome back. Hello. <laughs> can, can you guys hear me? Yes. Yes, totally yes, 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 yes. What's, what's going on? What are you doing? Oh, I'm just waiting to my friends to go pick up Game, uh, Game of Thrones. Oh, oh nice. nice. So we were yeah. talking about this extra special scene that you said you had a good time filming. Tell us a little bit about that. Yes, please do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was a blast. <laughs> I know I didn't look like it, but it was really fun because uh, I got to smack Steve around a bit. <laughs> and like, the thing was that he's like, make it look real. So just hit me. Like, don't hold back. Oh, I love so, it. What, I don't think his camera the show was that. My handprint was on his ass because I was sitting in so hard. Oh, wow. That'd be the extras. The DVD extras. Yeah, the there dude. was a line that you said in there that I was I just I just couldn't stop laughing when you smack him in the butt. What was that line again? I'm sorry, what? You had said something and when you were during that scene, it was like like almost like a who's your mommy or who's your daddy kind of like well, I said, um, Back at the or something. Like yeah, that. yeah. You like that, like, baby. Like it, like it. <laughs> so we were saying that that scene, came, like we were thinking that you know Steve, you know Stevie took you know took that and reacted that scene because he was feeling a little guilty for cheating. Are oh, we? Totally. Yeah. Because you know, in that first scene when he's showing her the the the, the porno, he was like, "What they do, we do, like deal." And she was deal, and then when it got to that part, she was like, "Oh, I gotta go get Josie." And she was sort of like, "What? Like, what? You know, what the f happened?" Um, and uh, so then he cheats on her, as we all see. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, and then so this time he he took it. He really, really took it. Yeah, he did. <laughs> yeah, he did. Oh. He, yeah, he you know he got punished for that one. So we're, you know, we're we're excited to see, you know, kind of what happens with you guys. And, you know, is there any kind of fun little tidbits yeah. you can give us? Well, you know, I, I don't want to spoil it for you guys because it's like it's like a present. It's like when Christmas, like you really want to be spoiled, <laughs> oh. like knowing what you're going to get before you actually get it. It spoils the fun. Yeah, that's true. Um, that's true. But You've got us on I, pins and needles. That he, he won't be let off easy. I'm not saying that he tells them, I'm not saying that, that, uh, that he won't. I'm just saying that it, it's going to get, it, it's going to be, there's going to be some stuff. I well, think it's... Because you saw, if you saw the, the commercial for the upcoming, uh, the upcoming yeah. episode, mm -hmm. he's debating on telling her or not. Right. And Kenny's like, no, you do not tell her. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm curious because I mean, whether or not he tells or not, I mean, we're not going to know, but I, his guilt is eating himself up mm -hmm. oh, anyway. Yeah. So either, you know, either way, I think whichever way he goes, it's not going to be an easy road for him. I think it's the first time he'll cheat on Maria and the last time he'll <laughs> cheat on Maria. Most definitely. Yeah. Hey, Elizabeth, thank you for calling. Definitely. We got to get you back in the studio out here. Everyone loved yeah, you. Maybe, maybe, uh, next week. 
cake or something. I had so much fun with you guys. Yeah, we'll, awesome. we'll definitely work it out. But thanks again. Have fun tonight. Thank you so much for calling in. Thank you. Have a nice day. You <laughs> too. You too. We'll see you Bye. All right, guys. So, well, she transitions us into predictions. That's right. and now, yes. You're after Buzz TV uh, predictions. Miriam, you said you had something that you were saving. I to the do. End. I think you know because while Stevie is making love to Shane's sister, they both say that they orgasm twice. I think he gets Shane's sister pregnant. Ooh, Ooh, I was thinking the same thing. I'm with you on that one. <laughs> I think we're going to have lots of babies it's running so around. That makes it three for three. White trash theater continues. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I think we're all in connection on this one. I think there's going to be another baby. Oh, yeah, and definitely. Who knows? Maybe Kenny will take care of them all. Oh, maybe. No, I mean, it's going to be the one that raises all of them, and none of them are hers. Oh all of a God. sudden, it's going to be the Kenny Powers Cabbage Patch Orphanage. <laughs> That's it, guys. We are out. Hey, now, Kelly, where can they find you? Uh, please tweet me at Kelly with an IE079. And Miriam Gonzalez. You can tweet me at Miriam L. Gonzalez with Z's, that is, on Twitter. Nice. And I, as always, the everyday man, and all of us, including Phil Speedtech at AfterBuzz TV. We'll see you next time. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.